You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. And how do we sound? But also, welcome to another Tadpog podcast. We probably sound a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a show where two old guys play old games. And we may, yeah, we may sound different orally. Right, yeah. Because we are in, I guess this is Tadpog Closet 2. Tadpog Blanket Closet Blanket two. Closet. We put up a lot of blankets. <laughs> this, this, is, this is literally your new closet. Yes, because uh, we finished... 98% of the conversion from my, my name Melissa's old room. We turned the attached two car garage into a new master bedroom, put up a walk in closet because it turns out like all of us have a lot of clothes, a lot, a lot of clothes. And my house has little to no closet space. It's just like there's no storage, there's no linen closet. Everyone has like one quarter of a row of stuff to hang in their closet it's just like it was awful this place is awful i love my house and it's awful for storage not to be a uh fucking sexist shitlord or anything but there you're also in a house full of of women uh-huh, it's true girls and women granted so. they share a lot of clothes so they probably have less than what most girl yeah. mo- most girl families would have <laughs> most girl families <laughs> I like to think of boy but families. I, I bet just... I have as much clothes as all of them. <laughs> all of them, though. From all the various stages of fatness I've been in my life, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're started by all the shirts that I keep so, because you know. I never know what my <laughs> weight's going to be. <laughs> You're more hopeful than I am. What I do is I box all that shit up. Like anything that mm. doesn't fit me at the moment, I put in a box and I put a, I draw a frowny face on it. <laughs> I, I frequently reach, try stuff back. I'm like, almost. Or, oh, okay, those those were closer last week. Border Borderline stuff, you can keep that in the closet. Yeah. It's no big deal. And stuff that, like, I have worn. There is a purple American Eagle shirt in here somewhere that I'll find I, it. Hold on. <laughs> that I could barely fit into whenever I was about 165, 170. And even then, it was a little snug on me. That's still in here. I wasn't I'm kidding. definitely never going to be able to wear that again. <laughs> I wasn't kidding when I said I was looking for it because, like, I can, I am reaching out, like, your clothes are like I have a lot a, of button-up shirts like a foot away from me <laughs> on either side. I love it because yeah, because this um, because turn the clo- yeah the big two car garage is this room is very different from everything else in the house. For one, the ceilings are about like three feet higher. They're super super tall. Yes, yeah, so there was no the the other room. What used to be mine and Melissa's room. Now the girls, two of the girls stay together. So now they're going to get that bigger room. Brandy Jr. will get her own room and Kenna will get her own room. So for now, while all that transition, we're going to move and paint. So for now. We're in the closet. We're in the, we're in the walk-in <laughs> closet. Ooh, a uh, walk-in closet. Yeah. I don't know what metaphor that is, but it sounds like an upgrade. <laughs> and so from here, more than likely, I will set everything up. Go from here to Kenna's room because she's not here when we record. We're recording her room until I finish finish the the ultra annex out back. And an Outback Steakhouse. And there'll be Outback Steakhouse <laughs> in the Ultra Annex. Bloomin' onions for every guest host. They only serve spaghetti, though. 
straight out of the urinal, <laughs> which is like our Outback Steakhouse here in Paducah. That's the big urban legend. Oh, man. Have you heard that? No, I have not. Please. Where the entire everybody at Outback Steakhouse got fired. And then like, so everyone's like, hmm, I wonder why. And then rumors started spawning where it's like, well, I heard <laughs> that they took a steak and put it in the urinal before feeding it to a customer. And then that customer died. <laughs> <laughs> got the pee poisons. <laughs> so I don't know. Hopefully we sound, we did our best to yeah, like baffle. We, and, we are surrounded, surrounded by clothes yeah. and a blanket above us on both sides. Here's my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. That the feedback is going to be. This is our coffin. Overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, this, this is our living coffin. <laughs> uh, that the feedback is going to be overwhelmingly like, holy shit, you guys have you never awesome. sounded better. <laughs> well, we just do this in the closet now. <laughs> oh, Melissa, that walk-in closet you were so looking forward to having like your vanity and everything in there. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry. No. Right in the middle of everything. <laughs> Everything. There's going to be the recording table. There's going to be a soundboard. There's going to be a microphone. Could you move to the side? No, 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 no. It's going to fuck with the acoustics <laughs> <Right>. or something. <laughs> I felt like a mad The metachlorians going to fuck up. We have to leave it oh, in the middle. Oh, yeah, man. Fucking Yoda's going to go crazy. <laughs> I felt like a crazy person because I was standing in your closet clapping <laughs> to try to find like where we need a baffle sound. But look, I'm clapping now that... Sounds okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. Yep. We got a little bit of a, a moon a roof right gap. here, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> We'll I'll work on it more. If we're still in here next week, I'll improve upon it. Nice. <laughs> it's just going to be all all of your clothes in here. And just while I'm thinking about it, I guess I should get a, uh, oops, we done goofed out of the way. We did what because, we fuck up. Because, oh, Ryan made sure. He made sure to fucking tell me the next your time brother, I saw Ryan? him. Your brother, Ryan? Yeah. On Quackshot? Goku's instant transmission is not instant. He gives he gives the rate of speed uh, at one point in time. I was like, oh, well, it's super fucking fast. He's still faster than a god. It's less, so, is it less yeah. than a second? Uh, yeah, it's gotta be less than a second. That's instant. I that's mean, in the dictionary. Less than a second oh, than is a second? instant. No, I'm making it up. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that sounds good. Right? <laughs> it's science. I, I mean, Tony I mean, told me. It's right. What is instant then? What is, what is the, what is the measure of time that is an instant? Just like, like there is a measurement for a pinch and a dash of salt and all this kind of stuff. You know, there is a name and it's actually unit of time. Instant means happening or coming immediately. Um, but then the second definition is a very short space of time. Mm. So I think it could be argued that it is instant. Mm. If it happens in a very short span of time, technically, by definition two. We got you, Ryan. <laughs> we got you. Coming at me with your Dragon Ball stuff. Just because you're more obsessed with that series than I ever was. So he still follows it? He hasn't watched Super yet, which I told him was really, really good. So you're the expert then. I guess so. so I have he, seen he more. He needs to check his he, privilege. <laughs> he has seen all. I guess we're okay. I'll give him credit. Let's see. We're on par. He has seen all of Dragon Ball. I have not. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Super, and he has not. So well, let's we'll you and I start watching Dragon Ball. We'll do an episode by episode podcast on the original Dragon Ball series. There are a lot of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT games. Are there many podcasts? I bet there are like a million. There surely, Pro- surely. Like, there are. There have got to be a lot of fourteen-year-old kids <laughs> right. like doing Dragon Ball Z. You well, think? now they're thirty. That's about but back right. then, <laughs> now, now they're forty-four. But. Back when, back whenever it was on Cartoon Network every so, day. I like to think that maybe it's at least a dozen. There are at least a dozen less Dragon Ball podcasts than there are video game podcasts. Tyler, yeah, we are we are yeah. in a sat what they call a saturated market. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. And most of those shows, most of our um, competitors, our, co- our competing video game podcasts, 
actually talk about video games. Mm. See, I feel like that's where we should be ahead of the pack because we're different. That's where we shine. We stray a little bit. Right. But we talk about dicks. It turns out people complain that we don't talk about video games enough. <laughs> uh, you can't please everybody. <laughs> that's true. You can't please We everybody. get plenty of people who say, yeah, dicks, and not more video games. And then so. we also do have plenty of people say, yeah, video games. <laughs> video games, <laughs> so. but also dicks. Okay. <laughs> so we're in a very weird, what you're saying is we're in a very weird hostage situation. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I do like I'm gonna, your closet. I'm going to get down this LIT. Is, I made this strong. That LIT looks like it is um, straight up RC Cola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. what it looks like. So it's, yeah, it is pretty heavy. And I brought more more oh LIT God. mix and more Pepsi. We got to be careful. I was thinking about this because I made this rum and Coke, which I have been. I am not going to lie. Been kind of pounding the rum and cokes while we've been setting up the audio. Mm-hmm. So I feel good. I wouldn't say that I'm swimmy. Like that's a that's a t- uh-huh. trademark Tyler uh-huh. term. I am definitely buzzed. Buzzed. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely like I'm looking at you and I'm like <laughs> I feel good, man. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> perfect. Good. <laughs> well, before we roll, well today we talked about did we talk about it last week? I don't think we announced 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 what we're going to do. No. Okay. So this episode that you could probably tell from the title when you clicked on it to listen to it. No one, no one pays attention to that. <laughs> no, they just blindly close their eyes yeah, and click. Won't be right. surprised. I'll listen to an episode, and it's this one. <laughs> click. That we are doing a combo episode, two games at one time. How is that possible? Like we do a Golden X one and Golden X two. How can we possibly fit two <laughs> games in one episode? Two, two guys, one cup. It's all <laughs> just one video game cup. We are doing. The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Legend of Zelda the Oracle of Seasons for the Game Boy Color. Awesome. I, oh, and this is a Todd Pog, by the way. Right. Um, I have not played this, <laughs> I have not played either of these games before. Smoke Bomb. So, yeah, so there you go. I, for a, I was on a tear for a while of wanting to beat all the Zeldas. And I much prefer, honestly, like I prefer handheld Zelda games. So that's the what I knocked out first, and when you were talking about stuff to do, because we could not get schedules to line up again this week for Call, for of, Call of Cthulhu. We wanted to, but Josh Josh got the shaft at work, to be honest. So he wanted to, thought we could, but didn't didn't work out. So last minute, Todd Pog, let's go into the bag. What do I got here? Oh, all right, here we go. You offered this up as a suggestion, mm-hmm. and I loved it because. Um, I decided I wouldn't have to do a whole lot of work, yep. and that's always great. <laughs> and the other thing was um, I have been playing a shitload of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Dude, Tyler, I am, like, at the fucking height of my Zelda hype right now. Awesome. I mean, it is like Breath of the Wild has just been like, oh, shit, Zelda's pretty <laughs> it's good. Back. <laughs> yeah, it's back. It's back, baby. Zelda's pretty good. I haven't felt this way about Zelda. Yeah, I lied. It's not at the peak. The peak was definitely when I played um, uh, Link's Awakening for the first time. Like, that was the pinnacle of my yeah. Zelda hype. Now, I will reference that game a lot in this episode. As I, I hope that you would. Mm-hmm. Um, I lied when I said I wouldn't have to do a whole lot of work. I actually prepared some questions and did awesome. some research Perfect. on the games. Um but I would love to shamelessly plug our Twitch channel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've been streaming Breath of the Wild on Twitch. If you would like to see any of that, those are all those past broadcasts are all saved. Um, you can find them. Just search for Tadpog on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Tadpog underscore podcast. Um, that game has been a lot of fun. And um, chat has been amazing because mm. it allows me to circumvent mm. the I don't want to look things up clause <laughs> that I've got built into my gamer personality. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I'll do is be like, 
I'll get stuck in a puzzle and be like, I don't know. Does anybody have any suggestions? <laughs> and then uh, essentially uh, what it boils down to is uh, someone will look it up online and then tell me. So that it, works. Loophole. <laughs> <laughs> because let's see. But before we talk about these these two games. Yeah, so games. I like how you said games. Games. I don't want to give anything away. Games. <laughs> these two manga series. These. <laughs> <laughs> We got some packages. We got some shit to open. We do. We got some. We have some envelopes. In well, we, yeah, that's all we have. We have three envelopes. So I think we probably have time to open all of these. Mm-hmm. This is the first one, which um, this is from Joseph Willard, and I'm going to give you out his personal uh, address right uh-huh. now. That's uh, where the trash bear lives. That is at. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to hand this over to you, Tyler. You are the opener. Uh, I originally thought that this was just a self addressed stamped envelope for stickers. Uh, and then when I actually no, opened not. when I opened the envelope, I saw other stuff in there. Okay, so. because the the first number in Joe's address, it's a one. So if it's meant to be for anybody else, if you're meant to contact Trash Bear Joe Willard, you'll just guess the rest. Just put something in an envelope, write Joe Will just write Trash Bear <laughs> on it and then write the number one. one. <laughs> and then just like just guess the rest. Just write it in there. Or not. You could perfectly guess his address. Let's test the USPS. That's what I say. (laughs) Just see if they can fucking sleuth it out. Let's see. Some shit in here. All right. I guess I'm going to go with... uh, Oh, there is a self-addressed stamped envelope. I will take that. And Joe, I will get your stickers in the mail um, just as soon as I can. Plug, if you want free stickers, free dad box stickers, (laughs) send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. Gooters. Gooters. Thanks for the stickers. Here's one for the blanket fort left over from the arcade build. Can I get three? My buddy Lance wants one, and of course I want two. Enjoy this Sega sticker and a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my whistle? And I also included a dick pit. Dick pick that is talking some God, shit. Thank God it's a dick pick and not a dick pit. A dick. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Oh, oh I don't even want to know. So what do you used to call my ex girlfriend? <laughs> the old dick pit. You know, there are various dicks buried there with my girlfriend, <laughs> the dick pit. Various dicks and <laughs> copies of ET for the Atari. This is my voice that sounds more like Jacob's ex roommate Lee sometimes. <laughs> this is my Lee voice. Thank you. <laughs> so in it is a sticker that is the Sega emblem. Nice. One dollar. That is a legit dollar bill. And then is that a comic? It is. It is a dick pic <laughs> that he drew. Hi boys, farting on haters twenty four seven. Trash bear. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, Can a, I see it's it? a dick with a face. It is. And his um, he looks like he's wearing toad pants because those are his balls. Um, <laughs> so this is definitely going to be on Instagram. I'm assuming. Probably. Okay. Probably. Probably. Now I'm gonna make promises because Brainy and her friends follow Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, can this be our new offline screen on Twitch? Can I just scan this in? It just says, I'll just like hastily white out what you've what you've said about farting on. No, I'm gonna leave farting on haters. I'm just gonna take Trash Bear off. It'll be like, sorry, we're offline. <laughs> Uh, that'd probably be funnier if everyone could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on something. Joe, dude, thank you. Uh, we will get you your stickers. Don't worry, son. I can send you five before I have to put another first class, or before we have to throw another first class I stamp see, on there. Give, I think you're selling them bonus stickers. So you're going to get some bonus stickers bonus, up in there. yeah. 
Give them um, to your parents. What's our What's our PO box? Do you know that? That is. You need to send that to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Fucking knew you know it. So if you want some Tadpog stickers, self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, that PO box. Uh, I think we've got some others um, that have come in. So I'm going to be sending out some stickers. I'm yes. really fucking excited about it. And uh, we've we've kind of gone through a uh, a, a good clip of growth. Yes, I think I. I mean, thanks to Facebook. Oh yeah, Facebook we, is we're, good. We are over four. We over the the four hundred threshold. I wanted for we are so fucking close to overtaking Second Breakfast Podcast oh, on damn, Facebook likes. <laughs> and look, like I said, I love those guys. I hope that show sees a revival mm-hmm. because I really do love their podcast. However, I do want more Facebook likes in them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> so if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet. In this very, very plug-heavy intro, find us on Facebook and like us. Because we got to climb over Second Breakfast and then Babe Ruth style point at two dudes in a nest and be like, coming for you. They've coming got for you and your shit ton of Facebook likes. We have a shitload. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it is uh, uh, what feels like unsurmountable. Slow and perverted wins the race. We're going to get there. I don't know that it does. <laughs> Listeners, help us prove that slow and perverted does, in yeah. fact, win the race. <laughs> Uh, and then we got to beat Jacob, who is mm. got a lot. Yep, Jacob's killing everybody. Jacob's actor page has a lot. Link in the show notes at tadbog.com, <laughs> Jacob's actor page. And we got some we got some more shit. We do. We got one thing I'm legitimately very excited about. I am too. This is Tyler. This is um this is an envelope. This is from Hops and Heroes podcast, mm-hmm. aka Bailey War and Drew Roland. I always say her name weird. It's just War. War. It's, it's like, what yeah. is it good for? War. Like the 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 writer. The writer war. The or the apocalypse. Oh, the writer. Yeah. I got it. The, or the horseman the horse, of the apocalypse. The, the, the horse rider. The ride. The horse horse rider. Jim War. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad you said horse rider. There is a woman in town. Have you seen this woman? There... <laughs> she gets on the back of a horse <laughs> and just drives it around. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. Like it's a fucking car or something. <laughs> They'll probably replace cars one day. <laughs> yeah, put gas in that thing. <laughs> Man, you got you have to have seen this. I ran into somebody at work the other day who has also witnessed this, and me and that person are now essentially brothers <laughs> because I thought I was the only person in the world who has seen this. There is a woman here in town who will go to the park and she'll stand next to a horse and she dances. <laughs> she just gyrates. I mean, like, she is really getting it. And then the horse stands right next to her and looks completely bored and ignored. I, the first time I saw it, dude, I had to take a double take because Nikki was driving and I was I was in the passenger seat uh, at the time I was playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And I happened to look up and be like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you see that? And she, like, didn't stop in time. She didn't even slow down. I was like, slow down, look. (laughs) And by that point, it was too late, and I had to explain to her. There was a woman uh, just (laughs) gyrating next to a horse. And then um, someone at work the other day happened to fucking mention it. Um, They happened to mention something about a woman and a horse in the park, and I was like, the one dancing? Was she dancing with it? And he's like, yeah, she was (laughs) dancing with it. I wonder if that's like just a weird, weird thing, or maybe she has somebody filming her. She's like the horse dancer. Maybe she's like waiting for somebody to like. Or do you think it's <laughs> I'm like gonna a, go viral? That's what I'm gonna yeah, do. Right. 
Or maybe it's like a Craigslist like, thing. Oh. Like it's like a, a, what is it? A missed- um, Misconnection. Misconnection. It's like you gyrating near horse. Me so hot. Driving five miles over the speed limit to Dairy Queen. <laughs> or she, it seems like a weird character that D would make and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like I'm the yes. lady horse dancer lady. <laughs> So anyway, sorry for that tangent. Um, back to this envelope. Um, this is from Bailey and Drew of the Hops and Heroes podcast. Uh, and it is addressed to Tadpog Studios, mm-hmm. which is surrounded in hearts. This is a baronial envelope, Tyler, which usually usually lets you know right up in advance mm-hmm. that there's an invitation inside. So what are all the kind of envelopes? There's a bunch of envelopes. We don't even have time for that. Oh, damn. I thought there was just like... <laughs> Letter letter envelope and that is a baronial invitation envelope. Mm. Uh, there's business number ten business is usually what you see. Just dropping graphic design bombs. Yeah, you are. Yeah. All right. Save the date for the marriage of Drew and Bailey. Eleven four seventeen. And this is this is a pretty badass wedding invitation. That is an awesome wedding invitation. This will definitely be on Instagram because they have been Simpsonized and it's very very good. Do you see what they're standing in front of? A donut. A heart-shaped donut. A heart-shaped donut. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty damn good. It's really good. Yeah, I guess we can go. I guess. I'm going. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. Fuck yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> no. I'm not getting him anything, but I'm going. Oh. No, I'm going to get him something. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just feel like I need to give Bailey shit because she gives me so much shit on her podcast. <laughs> Look. <laughs> and don't answer my fucking questions. <laughs> We've got our podcast in person. We're very nice, but on the podcast, we have a cold war going. It, you are not fucking joking. Every time I listen to Hop City Heroes, I uh, get to the point. It sounds where, like she hates me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get to the point where I'll be like, uh, "Is she serious?" Uh, and then I'm like, "I'm glad it's not me." I have to wonder until we talk, and then it's like, "Oh, okay, everything's fine." Listen, the podcast, and it's like, "Man, she." F- <laughs> <laughs> So awesome. This is this is our first wedding invitation addressed to Tadbox Studios. Because yeah, we've gotten one other wedding invitation. This is the first hard copy invitation mailed in. Uh, I'll have a link to the wonderful podcast, Hops and Heroes, uh, which Drew and Bailey host. I'll have a link to their show in the show notes at tadpog.com. Um, all right, let's see. We've got... Drew, okay, let's come I did, I wanted, because I, I brought it up to Drew, and it was, it was going to be too long, but I said, hey, man. Nice shot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. If you want to propose to Bailey, I'm just saying we're gonna do a Tadpog live show one of these days. And oh, that we would are. Be awesome. That's news to me. Well, episode 500, we agreed would be a live show. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Ooh, that makes me nervous. But he was like, "Really? When is that gonna be? Then that's interesting." Uh, like, oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we're doing a show a week, so a hundred <laughs> at this time, like 150 episodes from now. <laughs> Can you wait three more years to marry your friend? <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Do it for me. <laughs> yeah, if you could do that for us, that would be really nice. Um, we have one more envelope. Now, this is a mm-hmm. big, this is a, what I like to call a big old envelope, mm-hmm. a BOE. Makes sense for who it's probably from. Yeah, it looks like it, this might be from Master Mold's Stomping Grounds, yeah. uh, which, of course, you know from the Patreon episode um, where we learned we were titled Master Mold. Inside of this, there is a gigantic, there's, well, there's another, another package. <laughs> Yeah, get the good. All right. So inside of this, all right. The first thing I'm pulling out, the Legend of Ze- Bit Brigade presents. Oh shit! The Legend of Zelda. That's awesome. That is fucking awesome. 
Is it a, I'm assuming it's like a Blu-ray or DVD? This is weird. Yeah, what is this? It's some kind of circular disc. It's shiny on one side and has rupees on the other. I don't know if, I don't know if it'll fit in my phone. <laughs> That's awesome. I've heard a lot about Bit Brigade. Yeah, we both missed Bit Brigade at, um, and that is a hard word to say. It is. We both stumbled over it. I know, it. <laughs> right? I would like to blame the rum, but I can't. Nope. <laughs> it's just a hard word to say. Like, dun- right. like You're right. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is like almost impossible to say unless you prep yourself for one second before you say it. Okay, no, okay this is funny. He sent us this other one I pulled out. Bit Brigade. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I was even trying. Bit Brigade presents. Mega Man 2. This, however, sealed in plastic. Zelda loose. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. I don't open up listen to it, too. And the last thing that's in here. What is this? Bit Brigade <laughs> Contraband. So it is Contra. Oh, and it's I guess it's their live set of them. Nice. That looks Contra. like it is like in a Blu-ray or DVD case. Yeah, that looks nice. Awesome. I'm assuming these are from Master Mold, Mike? Is there a letter or anything? There is not. Nope. Master Mold, if these are from you, fucking thank you. Um, And if it's somebody else, who are you? Who else lives in Owensboro? And also, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Thank you, yeah. (laughs) But awesome. I have plenty of new things to put on Instagram. I should do that again because it has been a while. Uh, I can't really blame you because I don't even have an Instagram account. I've thought about doing it uh, just to see what you post, and then I I get to the sign up, and I'm like, nah. I'll do really well for a little while, and then just stop for a long time, and then do well for a little while again. Oh, oh, cool. That's how I do with Twitch streams. (laughs) 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 All right. Do you hear that, Dave? Um, I do hear that. Uh, It sounds like a whole bunch of just like, it just sounds like, okay, I didn't get to see Bit Brigade, Mm -hmm. so I I do not know what kind of music they play. I can only assume that they are like a 1950s uh, Dixieland Uh brass band. And ska. And right, oh yeah, yeah. It's, a it's like oh man, it goes like mighty mighty boss tones, real big fish, and then bit brigade. Uh, that's the order. Uh, and then so of course I hear those like just D- Dixie Scars. That's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Dixie Ska group we all know. Bit brigade. Um, it sounds like they're just kind of like warming up. They're just kind of warming up on like a train car yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, just getting ready to really just, really just hit the brass. <laughs> that actually sounded yeah. good. <laughs> Which, of course, as we all know, ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia, which I should have had prepared. Um, okay, guys, here's what's interesting about these two games. Conveniently, they share a Wikipedia entry. So I feel like we are totally justified in talking about these games on the same episode. Um, The Legend of Zelda, colon, Oracle of Seasons, and Oracle of Ages. Uh, They are two action-adventure games in the Legend of Zelda series developed by Flagship, uh, which we all know is actually Capcom. Uh, they were released in 2001 for Nintendo's Game Boy Color handheld console and re-released on the virtual console for the 3DS in 2013. And I was this close to buying them on the 3DS after I replayed Link's Awakening on the 3DS. Mm. Um, the player controls the protagonist, Link? 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 Uh, from an overhead perspective, uh, in Seasons, 
The Triforce transports Link to the land of Holodrum, where he sees Onox. I've heard people pronounce it Onyx, but there's definitely two O's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the Pokemon. <laughs> Onox. Uh, uh, where he sees Onox kidnapped Din, the Oracle of Seasons. In Ages, the Triforce transports Link to Labrena, where Varon possesses Nehru. It just sounds like I might have just summoned a horde of skeletons. <laughs> uh, Veron possesses Nehru. There. All the skeletons <laughs> have been r- brought back to the earth. How um, do I shut the Necronomicon? Right. <laughs> the main plot of both games uh, is revealed once the player finishes both of the games. Um, Link, Tyler, is armed with a sword and shield. Yeah. As well as a variety of secondary weapons. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's novel. That's a novel idea. Yeah. Uh, the central items are the Rod of Seasons, mm-hmm. which controls the seasons of Holodrum, and the Harp of Ages, which lets Link travel through time in Labrena. Uh, before he can infiltrate Onox's castle and Veron's tower, Link must collect the eight essences of nature and the eight essences of time, which are hidden in dungeons and guarded by bosses. Yep. Does that sound? I did not play this these games, so does that, that sound? That sounds accurate. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the show. Okay, we talked more about video games we normally do. Yeah, hope we're you done. enjoyed that. Slide off. Now these games, okay, because I think anyone who's heard the podcast before, like I'm a huge fan of Link's Awakening. Fuck, Link's Awakening is an amazing, amazing game. My, it's my favorite Zelda game. Yeah, mine too. My favorite Zelda game, game hands down. And yeah, my, my favorite as well. And I left it out whenever we were asked about um, top five recently. I forgot about it, but it is it is in my top five or top six. It's hard to shuffle in there, but it is one of my favorite games of all time. I played it for the Game Boy when it was still hot and in stores, and then I, I beat it so many times. So when these games were coming out, fuck was I excited. Holy shit was I excited. Because I was like, it's more Link's Awakening. Yes. Yes. <sighs> these are good games. Yeah. These are two very good games. In my opinion, they are not as good as Link's Awakening. I'm glad that you bring that up because I do have some questions that I prepared for you. And mm-hmm. one of the top ones was, does anyone love these games? These two games? Does anyone love these games? Uh, when I'm, I was refreshing on the internet, doing some research, refreshing myself, because I it's been a while since I've played these, like a lot of people hold these in super high regard. Sure. Um, that's, that is great to hear. Um, I'm, I don't really hear people talk about these two games often. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was really curious because when you pitched, uh, the idea of this for a, for an episode, I was all on board because of Breath of the Wild. But the very first thing that I thought was, do people give a shit about these two games? Mm. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that people do. Yeah. Um, especially because from, from what I've read, this game these games are extremely reminiscent of Link's Awakening. They're they're the built on Link's Awakening. Like they use the same sprites mm-hmm. and, and all. It all controls that, right? the same music. Music is good. Music is very similar. Uh, to me, it, it, what these games feel like, it's like it's like Link's Awakening sold out because it's really? like it's like the soul is sort of 
gone from Leaks Awakening. Really? Because it's like, well, because it Leaks Awakening was a passion project. Sure. For those developers, and it sh- it fucking shows. And this is different, however, where they take that passion and add that corporate money making to it to make these two games. Which I'm sure, yes, it was a passion, but it's just, man, it's different. It's just different. You say you you're sure that it was a passion. I I have a question for you. Are you um how familiar are you with the origin of the development of this game? Or no, these games. I keep just, seeing this game. Just a, just a little, because I know it was originally supposed to be three games. That's correct, yeah. Got pared down because the limitation was the Game Boy Color. Yeah, they said that it was going to be um, essentially, there were complications in doing three. And yes, they pared it down mm-hmm. to two. The original concept of this game was um, Capcom approached Nintendo and said, hey, let us remake The Legend of Zelda for the Game Boy Color. And that's actually, that's like the seed that planted, that was planted for the creation of, of these games. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like right there, that kind of speaks to what you said about this not really being a passion project mm-hmm. like Link's Awakening was, which was, I, I'll post a link in the show notes at tadpog.com to our orig- our episode on Link's Awakening because we talk about that. We talk about the origin of that game's development and it, it was kind of just a, a fun side project that really that got turned Mm-hmm. into a whole game. Yep. Um, which I can see that like that like that creativity and that fun kind of building its own kind of yeah. quirky soul. Um, it's a shame to hear that that these games don't see, really See, I, I guess what and I know a lot of Zeldas do it is like they get based around they get tied to a gimmick and that gimmick yeah. is what the game is completely centered around. Sure. Not crazy about that. Sure, I'm not either. And that's very much what both the, this is like. These are Link's Awakening put through the manufacturing process and tied to a gimmick. They're good, solid games. They're just they're they're just not as good as Link's Awakening. So the gimmick being the time travel in mm-hmm. uh, ages and the season con- the weather and, control and it's and- cool. It's done very very well. I'm just for, just to me the gimmickiness took away from it. And at least in seasons, it's a little clunky. How's it clunky in seasons? Because like the it's all well one I'll get this out of the way that um, Oracle of Ages is more puzzle based. It is my favorite of the two. I was gonna ask you, yeah, mm-hmm. if you had a favorite. And then Oracle of Seasons is more action based. Yeah, that's the one that I would probably like. Mm-hmm. I would probably like the action based seasons yeah. better. Because in seasons, all the puzzles and the dungeons are revolved around, yeah, the seasons. So you have that rod of seasons, and every time you swing it, the season changes between spring, summer, fall, and winter. And what does that allow you to access different areas like, and stuff like that? Because say you, the dungeon is in the middle of a lake. You can't get to it. Pull out your rod of seasons, change it to winter, turns to ice, cross the lake, go into the dungeon. It's a lot of stuff like that. Okay. So you come... You come to a you come to a wall that at the, there's something you need at the very top of this wall. You can't climb it. So you go. You get a seed. You go and you plant the seed. You change it to like uh, like winter or or something like that, and then switch the seasons to to spring. Uh-huh. And they sprout into vines. You can climb the vines to the top. Okay. It's a it's a lot of stuff like that. That's cool, but mm-hmm. I, I can definitely see the gimmick. But you can't like just choose which one you want. You have to go through. All the seasons, every time mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna do something. I thought that was clunky. Does it take a long time to go through the seasons? A little bit, yeah. more, more enough that you're just like. <sighs> and probably one and of the things where you, you miss the season, one more time, right? you go through the whole thing all right, over again. Sure. Um, and then something similar with Oracle of Ages, and that's time. 
because you go between the past and the present. So you can do something. So if you come up uh, and there's a wall blocking your path in the present, you go back to the past and talk to somebody, tell them not to build the wall. You go back uh, to the present. Wall's not there. You can pass through. But then they never built the wall, which means that the people who built the All wall— All the Mexicans have come in. Trump was, Trump was right. He, it, it, no, I can't even fucking joke. <laughs> can't even fucking joke. I wanted to hop in there and help you with that, but I was like, I'm not going to do that. Nope. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to let you drown. <laughs> I mean, just feel- the wall's bullshit. So I'm just going out there and put it out there. I'm I'm brave. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna brave. take a stance. Oh, it's a mistake. Oh, brave man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At real Donald Trump, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> please don't. Just, just tweet. Just tweet at him. Please don't do that. You think anyone's asked him nicely? Everyone's calling him a big orange. It's fine. Shithead. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, that's what I'm to say. You don't have to censor. <laughs> oh, well, that's the that's the political stylings that everyone's come to yeah. know and love. Yeah. On Tan Pong. Um, the reason I'm I'm glad that you that you um, found people on the internet who hold this these games dear. Uh, I did a little bit of research um, as far as critical reviews go. Mod, like from like from like a modern standpoint, mm-hmm. I looked uh, to see. I figured there's probably like at least a billion listings of the best Zelda games ever. Uh, so I did find a, all one billion of those. Uh-huh. And I combed through them very <laughs> meticulously. Um, and then I found uh, maybe the three most like well-known um, quote-unquote publications uh, being Metacritic, Kotaku, and Game Informer. Mm-hmm. They all had some pretty good things to say about these games, um, but kind of placed them, almost all of them placed them middling. Like uh, Metacritic, for example, placed both of these games number nine of 18. So just right smack dab in the middle of their rankings for best Zelda game. Uh, Kotaku. That's, that's, I mean, that sounds fair to me because they're not bad by any means. Kotaku fucking surprised the shit out of me and put both of these games as number three out of 15, which I feel like is probably them just looking for a controversial Mm -hmm. top three. A lot of people on the internet that I was watching, a lot of them said one of these games was their first Zelda game. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. So That makes sense. Yeah, so if you have a special affinity for it, if it was your first Zelda, I can understand that. But I feel like the only one who did it right was Game Informer, who split the games and put Seasons as number 12, and they put Ages as number 9. I thought that was nice because uh, yep. even though you and I on this show are talking about the game as one, they were like, look, these are two different games. They are they are different games. They are like a lot of Zelda games are similar, so but they are they control all the dungeons. You're not like just going through the same exact world with different tools. They are two completely different games. So the maps are the maps are different. The maps, the dungeons, nice. it's all different. Okay. That yeah, then that's So it different. is not it is this is if you if you get your hands on both games and you have a lot of time on your hands, these are good desert island games because there is more. I mean, I haven't played Breath of the Wild, but there is a lot of shit to do. And this is the Final Fantasy uh, eight of Zelda games. How do you mean it's the Final Fantasy eight? Because what I know about eight is there is a lot of like grinding and. I've, 
for lack of a better word, like mining to get like these perfect stats and items and boosts. And like you can really sink into like customizing and making meticulous, perfect characters and things like that in eight more so than like nine and ten and and other iterations of Final Fantasy. I probably didn't play it right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I'm going from what I read in the instru- in the the Brady guide yeah. uh, guides. I believe it, and I know that on um, Experience Grind podcast recently, um, they mentioned Final Fantasy VIII, and like really, I think it was Kyle mentioned just like it's possible to just break that game mm-hmm. like more than any other Final Fantasy game uh, because of the draw system. But mm-hmm. I was, you know, rank one child Galka who was just. Happy and dumb to just play it like you would a Final Fantasy you'd enjoy, (laughs) right? Because I just remember reading like getting all of the Guardian forces and doing the right junction. Like if you save three characters to the end and don't level them up and don't pump anything into them till when you have all the items that you can then make three gods. Like just doing them just right. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't. I just played with the characters I liked the most. Yep. Um, Shout out to my man Zell. Mm, Yeah, I remember. That's one thing I remember about that game. Billy Idol Monk. Like you, (laughs) I am sold, man. (laughs) That let's see, because these two games. What was what was my saying before all that? Uh, You were saying that these these games are the Final Fantasy VIII of the Zelda series. Okay, because they build that they interconnect in a lot of ways. Because like, say you play. Like you, like I did. I played Ages first, and I beat Ages. And there's also, well, in the game, there are also um, rings of power that you can collect. I read about the rings there are, are a ton a, of rings. I heard they're a big deal in the like they're yep. the big collectible. Yep. In I mean there are games. so many fucking rings, and they do good things and bad things. But the goal is to get you want to get all the rings. Like, and do you get anything special for getting all the rings? <sighs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think so. Because I was curious about, I, like, I you, looked. Well, I think for getting all of the rings, you get two super powerful rings. Okay. I think you get the level three attack ring, the level three defense ring. Okay. So you just have a through the roof attack or through the roof defense. Okay. But some of the some of the more rings, rings. Your, your reward for collecting all these rings, more rings. Yeah, <laughs> two rings that by the time you've able you're able to collect them, you do not need them. <laughs> oh, right. Because yep. you're done with the game. Yeah, you're done. The games. You're you're done. Period. But. You, like I played through ages, yeah. And once you get once you beat ages, then you get a code. You get a letter from Nintendo uh, saying con- you did it. Congratulations! Congratulations! Here's five dollars <laughs> to spend in any Nintendo store right. of your choice. Here's five Nintendo bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a five, a crisp fiver. Not valid under an eighty dollar purchase. <laughs> so once you beat it, and you get this enormous code, and then whenever you write down the code. When you put in seasons and start a new game, it'll ask for the code. You put it in, and you essentially unlock a new game plus to play through on seasons. Oh, that's cool. And like your rings carry over, and I believe your like your over? hearts and all the other things carry carry over into that game. So then you can play through. The point is to play through seasons and then get seasons code. Uh-huh. And then this is me. We might need to look this up for me to be exactly sure. I may or may not have already looked it up. Okay, good. Because I think <laughs> then you can go back to your other game. Because I think, okay, you go through, you beat the first boss in the first game, get the code, beat the boss. In the second game, you can unlock one of the hidden bosses. I think one of them, depending on what game you play, like Twin Rova is one of the bosses, the dual witches. And then I think once you beat that one and get that code, then you can unlock Ganon, fighting Ganon. Here's what I've read. Um, 
Correct me if I'm wrong, because like I said, oh, I'm not gonna be able to. I have not played <laughs> these games. Smoke bomb. Here's what I read. You uh, you beat one of the games. Then, like you said, you get the password, mm-hmm. you enter it in in the second game. Um, and then when you finish the second game, if it's linked to the other game, mm-hmm. what happens is you fight um, the witch that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Twin, Twin Rova. Ten, Twin Rova, who you find out was um, trying to resurrect Ganon. This is a thing that you wouldn't normally see mm-hmm. if you didn't link the games. Yep. Um, if you beat the games just without linking them, you would just fight the final boss in that game, and, it. and it's over. Yep. Um, but if you've linked it, you fight Twin Rova, who's um, resurrecting Ganon. You defeat her, and then you fight Ganon, who is in, like a, I guess, kind of like a, a weak form mm-hmm. because he's not fully resurrected. Like his plan, Rova's plan, I guess, is to um, get both oracles, the Oracle of Ages and the Oracle of Seasons, mm-hmm. uh, and Princess Zelda to light three flames. And by lighting these three flames, she'll be able to resurrect Ganon. Uh, and then uh, she will use Princess Zelda as a vessel for Ganon. So I guess what happens is uh, that shit don't work for for Twin Rova. Um, So she decides to resurrect Ganon anyway, and she's only able to do so in a weak form. And then when you then you, when you defeat Ganon, that's the end of the, the true story. Ending. But then what I read is even after you do that, you're not done mm-hmm. uh, because you there is no way you could have collected everything and done everything in the games. Uh, what I've read is after that, you get another password that you enter in on either the games and you unlock what's called hero mode. Oh, yeah, the hero dungeons. Yep. Which is right. You start out um, with four heart containers instead of three, and they unlock hero dungeons, which are – I've watched a little bit of playthrough on that. Those dungeons yep. look bonkers. Yep, fuck that. Fuck <laughs> Those, that. Like that has like mm-hmm. nope for me written all over yeah, it. Me too. Like, me too. Like from some of those puzzles and shit that I saw, I was like, no, never, never, not, not once (laughs) like meth, not once. So what I, what, from what I understand is by, by going through those new game pluses, you're able to get rings that you could not get in your previous playthroughs. Uh So to get everything in both of these games. You have to play them each at least twice. Yeah, I think I read that it was a, you had to play through four times in order to get four times every, total for yep. right. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah, and if I liked the games, even even then, probably no. I'm probably not going to. I still say they're good desert island games because yeah. you can you can sink into these. That's like an MMO level of commitment. Yep. yep. And that's hard for me to do when it's like I'm not playing with other people I can show <laughs> off to. You know, where it's like, look at these six. No one's going to see me do this. <laughs> Right. It's like you're gonna go out, like, hey, check out this Game Boy. Come here. Hold on. Oh, put, right. Let me put in this password. Hold on. Yeah, no, it's 16 digits. <laughs> if I fuck up, yeah, it doesn't work. Hold on. <laughs> what pissed me off when I played through, my code did not work. No matter what I did, my code did not work. So, what'd you do? I played through both games, and that was just it. Oh, that's it. That's it. So you didn't fight Twin Rova, you didn't fight Ganon. I did not. That fucking sucks. I mean, I I beat Ages, got the password, tried it, beat it again, got you know, got pass, tried to put it in. Never fucking worked for me. Never. It's like, well, oh well, I guess I don't beat that boss. That fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, it really fucking sucks. So you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Magic of the internet. Now I'll just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so 
that that tells me something. You uh okay, so would do you have plans to ever play these games nope. ever again? Okay, so nope. you're done. I'm you you finished them, you're moving on. Yep. Okay. If they were as good as Link's Awakening, because I'll play the Link's Awakening again. I would play Link's Awakening not. again too. So. I'm actually considering streaming it because it's like reading good. reading about these two games mm-hmm. has made me want to play Link's Awakening again. It's so fucking good. And I just played it like two years ago for this show. Mm-hmm. Man, two years ago. Damn. I think it was two years ago. I'm just, I mean, probably was. Yeah. Who knows? I know you're probably right. I mean, it was a while. It was a, it was a click. So uh, it was episode. It was episode 123. <sighs> Link's Awakening. Hi, Damn. Tyler. We've been doing this a long time. We have. I love you. I love, <laughs> I love you still. You, yeah. <laughs> Man, because is, is this year five? No, we're in year. I don't know. We start. We start. <laughs> we started December 2012. Yeah, but we published our first episode in 2013. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. We just started that Facebook page early, son. <laughs> That's true. Look what's coming. <laughs> You're going to have 20 minutes of awkward glory right. in, in a few months, yep. in a month. All 12 of our friends were like, all right, I'll like this page and never listen. As soon as, soon as it came up, Blake, listen to it. <laughs> Blake, Blake, listen to it. What'd you think? Think it was good. Really? We promise. Like, L- listen to it again. <laughs> I remember the first time we published, I remember like sitting at work and being like, I wonder if anyone's listening. I wonder if right anyone's listening now. to our podcast. And then I'll like check the numbers and be like, no, they're not. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> they're not listening at all. And then I'd see it go up by one and be like, someone listen. And I text Success. you. And, yeah. I text you and be like, did you listen? And you're like, yeah. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> did you listen four times? Yep. Yeah, sure did. Are you also refreshing the page constantly to see if anyone's listening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do I have written down about this? Uh, an interesting thing about this game is the the Animal Pals. I read about these mounts mm-hmm. or something. Yep. Everyone's going crazy about this kangaroo. I mean, they're sort of the equivalent. I look at them the same way you look at the blue rooster or whatever from Link's Awakening. Like where you play the, uh, what's his name from Mario 2? The boss of Mario 2. Wart? Yeah, where you play Wart's song. Oh, yeah. And then resurrect the chicken. Uh-huh. And the chicken helps fly you across large gaps. Right, right, right. Because uh, I think in, I believe it's Seasons, you get the boxing kangaroo. Who, Nate, do you remember his name? Sort of the Kenny? It's not Kenny, but it's super fucking uh-huh. close to Kenny. It's Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> I love it, man. It's fucking Ricky. Ricky Kenny. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, man. They could be brothers. Yeah. They could be brothers that run a barbecue shop together. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the side right now. Ricky and Kenny's is arced <laughs> above a silhouette of a pig, and then down below it says barbecue. Australian barbecue. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he can, like, what, charge up punches and then jump across large, long, like, where there'll be, like, seven holes in a row that you cannot get over by any other means. He can do, like, a power jump and go across all of them. All I know is you can ride in his pouch. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes it a him or her. You can ride in her pouch yep. and Ricky's pouch, and also seven holes in a row. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite checkouts from uh, Movie Hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's about golf. Nice. <laughs> and then I think, and it's like a flying bear in in ages. It's a blue bear with very tiny wings that support him for a little bit of time to like fly you across holes. Lame. Yeah. Does not beat kangaroo. <laughs> Flying bear does, does not, not beat kangaroo. Roger from Tekken. No. <laughs> Dude. Am I the only one who like wanted to get really good at with Roger? With Roger? Yeah. Like I wanted to get really good with Gone in Tekken Tag. Who's, I don't remember Gone. The Is that ti- the robot? The tiny orange dinosaur. What? No. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. He Ron? Was, he was R-O-N? Gone. Gone. <laughs> Ron, you know, Ron. Ron the tiny dinosaur. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's his business card. Just I'm, says Ron. I'm like, Ron the tiny dinosaur. Tekken. <laughs> and he was like the joke character, but he was fun to play as. What was the name of the um what was the name of the robot? AKA log log fighter. Remember the guy made it of logs? Yeah. Oh, the log guy's Moku Jin. Moku Jin? Mm-hmm. Man, you are your Tekken knowledge is deep. Just for that game, because I fucking yeah. played the shit out of that game. What was the mini game in that? Was that the volleyball? Tekken Ball. Or Tekken Ball. I want to have a Tekken Ball tournament at next year's expo. Let's Got, do it. Brandon yeah. and I would stay up all fucking night playing Tekken Ball. Holy shit, was Tekken Ball fun. Was it more fun than the actual uh, game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't fight each other in Tekken all night long. We fucking played Tekken Ball. Him as Law and me as Brian. I like Tekken, but man, Tekken Tag was pretty much the only one I spent a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. My patience with Tekken like wore thin really fast because it was just like, I don't know, man. It's like I lose to Eddie Gordo 12 times in a row, and it's like, you know what? I think Street Fighter's better mm-hmm. than this. <laughs> Call me crazy. He's doing this kick, and I'm like flipping sideways like eight times in the air, and then he just keeps kicking and keeps kicking. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Fuck the scare. What is this? Capoeira shit? Fuck that shit. <laughs> the man's made out of kicks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Mm. Uh, mm. There are some as I'm trying to unique items. Like in one game, I believe in Ages, you'll get the Rock's Feather, which is also in Leaks Awakening. Which it's allows you to jump. Yep. Which is, you know, new for Zelda. And then in this introduces the Rock's Cape, which allows okay, you to jump and then glide ah, a few squares. That's cool. Uh, you get a sort of a slingshot. It's like this shooter type weapon that fires out different kinds of seeds, like a fire seed. They can sort of fire from afar. Um, seeds that reflect and bounce around adds a, an element of gameplay. You gotta, That's cool. You got to use those a lot in puzzles and things like that to hit distant switches and, and things like that. Uh, again, power bracelet, different levels of swords, your standard your standard kind of stuff. But, I mean, like I said, they're good. They're not, they're not Link's Awakening. They're not Breath of the Wild, apparently. They're... They're good, but they're in the middle. I think it's... I'm just thinking about you talking about this game and how it compares to other games. I almost think it is not fair to compare overhead Zelda games with non-overhead Zelda Mm. games. I feel like having played... Majora's Mask a little bit you, not a little bit but enough to like get the feel of like I don't like this yep and uh, Ocarina of Time uh, having played those games and then Breath of the Wild even it's kind of like those games feel entirely different to me than Zelda 1 uh, Link's Awakening Link to the Past yeah I mean like those like the overhead Zelda games just feel different like there are elements that you know kind of like bridge that gap but as far as like gameplay goes night and day i almost think it's like not fair to compare those two as like the same series um because it's like i really like breath of the wild but it's like i would be hard pressed to be like well which do you like better which is better, Link's Awakening or Breath they're of the Wild? Very, they're very different. They're fucking different. Yeah, they're, they're, they're crazy 100% different. 100% different. So, I don't know. I got a few questions for you. Please. Uh, I don't know why I said that like a game show host, <laughs> but you're welcome. Um, okay, so of course, Tyler, I know that you know this. There are manga, or, I'm sorry, manga retellings of both of these games. I did not know that. Uh, sure you did. Yeah, I know you know. Oh, okay. I saw it on your bookshelf. That's true. That's right. true. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite chapter from either of those books? Uh, the one where uh, Link gets a song sung to him. Yeah. Do you remember the Do you remember the title of that chapter? Uh, Din's fire. Din's fire. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Good. Dan being one of the oracles. Yep. Um, all right. Okay, great. Can you explain something to me? Uh-huh. When I was doing a little bit of research on this game, I ran across something called a Pegasus Seed, and that sounded really gross. Oh, that's, you can shoot out of your little pea shooter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's ammo. Yep. It is not Pegasus Jizz like I thought it might be. Pe- Pegasus, <laughs> Pegasus Seed. You jerked off a horse and got this. He just walks up and just it holds it above his head. <laughs> Pegasus Seed. Everyone thinks you're gross, but hey. <laughs> There's someone that's going to be into it. Maybe you'll find them. It starts a whole new trade game. <laughs> uh, I've got another. This is a legit question. Uh, these games kind of came out near the end of the Game Boy Color's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you think it looked and sounded? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like the music was very similar to Link's Awakening. Very like it, a lot of similar tracks to it. So I mean, the music great. It looks just like Link's Awakening, only colorized better than the automatic coloring the Game Boy Color does whenever you put in. Sure. So, yeah, it looks looks great. Looks great, sounds great, plays great, controls are wonderful, everything like that is top-notch. Just needs a soul. Just needs a soul. That's all it yeah. needs is yeah. a soul. Right, exactly. Um, of course, um, we covered that Flagship developed this game, and they are essentially Capcom, mm-hmm. or, or were essentially Capcom, or, or whatever. Uh, do you feel like Capcom's development showed in this game, or do you think, like... If 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 you didn't know that Capcom was involved, would you have assumed that it was just a Nintendo developed? I knew game? something was different. Didn't know why. I see, but I knew like, oh, this game just like there's something missing. So I knew something was something was different. And I didn't know Link's Wait. I didn't know anything about Link's Awakening when I played it. Oh, really? I just knew when I played. Oh, this is really fun. Okay, awesome. Okay, these games are not as fun. Something's off. Something's different. <laughs> Something's weird. Like Ganon is a robot master. I don't. I don't understand. When I beat him, I got the the boar gun. I've got metal blade, and that works against him. Right? It, metal blade works against everything. So of course it works. Okay, so I got to do the water temple first <laughs> to get the to get the squirt gun. Uh, then I fight the fire monster. Uh huh. No, this game. the The dungeons were cool. The areas like when you go to the you get the mermaid's tail, uh, and you can go into the uh, the Zora's village. And swim around in there and swim into doors. Like, it controls differently underwater. It's, 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 there are cool elements to it. Like I said, it's just, like, just not my favorite. Just, yeah, it's just missing something. Uh, you are more familiar with Zelda than I am. When you mentioned the Zora village, it made me think about, in Breath of the Wild, there are monster villages. And the monsters, like the Zoras and the, uh, Gorons. They're all very like personified, you know. They mm-hmm. all have like human emotions, and they're very they're humanized. I shouldn't say they're personified; they're humanized. Mm-hmm. So, do you know when that started? Because I I know in like when we were playing, um, even I think Ma- not Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. um, Oracle or the Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to not say Oracle right now because <laughs> we're talking about the Oracle games. But when, I know in like Ocarina of Time. Uh, I mean, you went to you spoke with like Gorons and stuff in that game, right? Do you and know when that started? I, th- I want to say it was Ocarina of Time. Because remember yeah. in Link to the Past, like, you could talk to the King Zora to get your flippers, but that's right. like it. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember it being like, it blew my mind when, um, as an adult, the the monster was uh, helping mm-hmm. me. So I remember, like, I, I, I will venture a guess and to say that I don't remember anything like that before Ocarina of Time. I could be wrong, but I, I believe that was the first Getting the red tunic and the blue tunic, and you interact with those, those villages. I want to say it started there. Did they? Did you feel like in uh, Ocarina of Time they tried to make them like hot? 
Uh, I mean, not the Gorons, but like they definitely try to make the Zoras hot. Really? So yeah. that started a long time ago because yeah. I'm playing Breath of the Wild. They had, bo- they had figures. They had hourglass figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoras. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so great. Uh, I'm glad that that's a long story yeah. tradition in <laughs> Zelda games because I was rolling around Zora Village like, uh, they're making me feel uncomfortable about all these fishmen. <laughs> Some of them have tops, others don't. I guess it. Do I goes. call it fish pussy? Is that what I call it? Is that what I want? <laughs> oh, it's. What you want? Do I want fish pussy? Yeah, you're not. You may not be sure you want it, but you'd want it. Is that a really crass joke about pussies? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Rod of Seasons versus Harp of Ages. Which one would you prefer Harp to have in real life? Of course, obviously. I even had that written down. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you want time travel over the ability to change seasons. Uh, yep. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a fucking no brainer. Uh, it's kind of hot out here today. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not the real question. The real question is, what could I throw on top of the rod of seasons to make you change your mind? Like, could I, like a like a free oil change? Like, if, mm. I, if I gave you the rod of seasons and free oil change, like <laughs> then would you maybe go rod of seasons or like what what would it take? A coup, a book of coupons from Arby's to beat time travel and seemingly repercussionless time travel. <laughs> yeah, Rep- time time repercussions that only work in your benefits. Uh, uh, possibly, <laughs> it hasn't been fully explored. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think from that game. Anything? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. I, I, you can't beat time travel. Yeah. That's like the ultimate power, right? Yep. Time travel is the ultimate power. Time travel is all of the powers in one. Any sort of manipulate manipulation of time. Yeah. I don't have. Well, shit. I got. I got shot. I don't have a healing factor, but I can stop time for four months. <laughs> heal up. Get back in. That is to bring up Dragon Ball Super again. Oh shit. Uh, a guy who beats Vegeta and nearly kills Goku. His power is that he can freeze time for 0.1 seconds. Wait, he can freeze it for 0.1 seconds? Mm-hmm. And then what, it unfreezes? Yeah. So what, he just does it over and over again, or what? He'll just, he's so fast, he doesn't need any more. Dragon Ball Z, they're so powerful, you don't need more than 0.1 seconds to get in on an enemy and fucking knock the shit out of them. Oh, I see. So it, That's an instant. Yeah, there you go, that is an instant. That's an instant. <laughs> Um, man, it's, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to beat time travel. Do you remember when, um, they did not know how to paint themselves out of the corner on, do you remember the show Heroes? Yeah. <laughs> Where they're like, well, Hero is, he's got time travel. Oh shit. Uh, we don't know what to do now. It doesn't work. He he can't, he can't do it right now. He teleport, but he's, he's having a hard time. Oh, he's in the past and he's stuck and he can't do anything about it. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah, he man, that show, season one of that show was so, so good. fucking good. Did you see any of the man. remake or you remember when they like rebooted? I heard it about it, but yeah. nope, have not watched I it. I didn't watch it either. So it just they dropped it so hard on seasons two and three. But man, season one, man, that was fucking good. Man, that was good shit. Yeah, I loved it. So man, it makes me sad. Back I mean, before kinda. I mean, well, if if they could have kept that trajectory going and like mm-hmm. still kept the writing good and not just like a bunch of pe- writers who I don't think were familiar with how to deal with superpowers trying to yeah. deal with superpowers yeah. and just oh, 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 I felt like it was writers who were like, just do whatever, man. There's not gonna be a season two. <laughs> just do <laughs> no, whatever. Superheroes don't say give a fuck. Save the cheerleader. Who knows what the fuck that means? Yeah, fucking... Hayden. Pan- <laughs> no one thinks Hayden Panettiere is that cute. Nothing. No, it's fine. Zachary Zachary Quinto, no, 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 no. No one's gonna. I love that it gave the world Zachary. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Um, 
Hate is Hayden in anything? Did, did she just, Nashville? She, oh, the show Nashville. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Is it any good? Uh, I, it's nothing I would have ever watched. But then Melissa and Brittany Jr. really got into it, so yeah. I've ended up watching the majority of it. Uh, I'm a comedy guy, but for a drama, like I have no problems in there watching it. Watching it with them. I haven't seen her in anything but candid bikini shots <laughs> that the paparazzi <laughs> has shot over the last ten years. Yeah. Like every now and then, I'll just click through and be like, "Oh, look, it's that girl from Heroes. <laughs> look at look at her." Because what's uh, what's the girl's name? She's in Friday Night Lights. Oh God, you're asking the wrong and guy. Spin I've never City. seen it. Uh, I've seen Spin City, but I don't uh, know. I can't remember why. I can't think of her name at the time. She is a main a main character in Nashville too, and oh, she's I see. Nashville Ooh. Nashville two, the sequel to Nashville. Yep, yep. <laughs> Nashvilleer. <laughs> Nashville two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> she's in it, and she's man, man, she's fucking amazing. Um, An amazing actor. Yep, <laughs> that's what I meant. Right. Both, both. She is a fucking. She's a fucking great actress. Um, I got some achievements. You have some achievements. Do you have more questions? Uh, maybe, maybe. Go for it. Get them. I have. I uh, let me condense it all down to one. I have eight questions, but I'm gonna condense it to one. Why Zelda? Why Zelda? <sighs> Here I go. I'm concentrating all my energy. I'm boiling. I'm like, <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. I'm 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 computing. Here it is. I'll boil down to one question. Tyler, you've double booked a date at the Regal Beagle with both Din, the Oracle mm. of Seasons, and Nehru, the Oracle of Ages. Uh, what do you do? Um, I leave both of them and then go see that third goddess who lives in the tree. Because there's the, the blue goddess, the red goddess, and the green goddess. I, I assume the green goddess is the one who got cut from the game that did not come out. She's she's in it. She is like some kind of advisor role inside like the your tree headquarters in Seasons. If I say her name, will you recognize it? Maybe. Um, Jenny. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> from Forrest Gump. Jenny G- Green, G- Green God. That's in parentheses. From Forrest <laughs> from Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Every time you talk to her, it's got those in parentheses beside it. Faeror? <laughs> Faror? Maybe. That is the Oracle that got cut um, from the third game, which was um, – the third game was going mm. to involve a paintbrush. And like, okay, so like the scepter is for seasons, right? And the harp is for ages. The third one was going to be a paintbrush, um, and it was going to revolve around like color-based puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, that would have been awesome. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like, yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think she's the one that you give the password to maybe or get, you get the password from. I see. But I know she, she's – they put her in it. So, so that one, the Forgotten Goddess. I'd like to think it's a nod to her, but it's probably just like, well, we developed that sprite and designed it, so. Put it in there. Use cram, it somewhere. Cram it in. <laughs> just like Hayden Pantier. Let's just. It's, cram, her, it's fine. What's her last name? Pan- Panettiere. Panettiere? I mm-hmm. will never be able to pronounce that. She was also fucking awesome in Pan- Malcolm in the Middle. Who the fuck did she play in Malcolm in the Middle? I don't remember her. She was uh, the girl that lived with them for a short time. His friend from school had like the frizzy blonde Holy hair. Holy shit. I barely remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I call her uh, Panda Tiara. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding panties in her rear. You know, she got them panties in her rear. It sounds like you've heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) No, that just comes (laughs) off my head. Uh, All right. I'm done with my questions. Thank you for humoring me. Uh, Achievements you were Mm -hmm, talking about. mm -hmm. I don't have any because I haven't played this game before. Do you have any? I've got three. My first one is, oh, so this is the one you didn't want to play as much? And you get that one when you plug your password into the second game and get New Game Plus. Okay. Uh, my second achievement is, oh yeah, this is total bullshit. And you unlock that by getting the ring that requires you to get 10,000 rupees. 
That's a lot of rupees. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm assuming that is possible through normal gameplay. Yeah. Oh, well, through normal <laughs> gameplay? Yeah, you're going to do, like, that's going to be like a fourth gameplay, like, all through all of them. Yeah, getting 10,000 is nuts. I can buy nuts. I can buy my own house in Breath of the Wild for 3,000. <laughs> so they're just You can you... buy a house in India for 10,000 rupees. <laughs> do you have any other achievements? Um, it's trite, but you know you wanted it. And that's when you unlock Ganon in his final form. Nice. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun drinking with you yeah. and talking about a game that I've never played before. Can I tell you that this was nice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like we've made a show. I had fun doing it. I did too. But before we close things out, I've got a few important questions to ask you. Uh, the, the first of which, if you were to give this game a beard that just encapsulates how you feel about it, what kind of beard mm-hmm. would you give it? This is how, if you're a first time listener, this is how we this is how we rate mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. I would give this the sort of scraggly goatee of one Steven Tyler after he quits drugs and Aerosmith starts making like soundtracks for Armageddon. Wow. Uh, don't want to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. So it meaning he's just he's he's sold out. He's, right, his soul right. is gone. Right, sure. No, I no, I love I love the analogy. Um that was my uh our Senior prom song. I cannot remember the name of that. Um, I don't want to close, close my, my eyes. eyes. Don't want to fall asleep because I miss. miss don't want to miss. I don't want to miss. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> that was the. Uh, that was. Yeah. Yep, that was our uh-huh. senior prom song when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Sold. I think I sold dance with Melissa to that song huh. in high school. So. At, our, at your wedding. <laughs> at our wedding. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, uh, because I wear glasses. Um, also, you're Tyler and I'm Dave. We host this show together. <laughs> uh-huh. Welcome to our intros. <laughs> if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of glasses would you give it? I would give it the the hardened, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The hardened drug-addled cataracts oh. of Keith Richards. <laughs> Excellent. I'm gonna keep going on the, on that line. I like it. The music, yeah. the music line is mm-hmm. very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, any reason why? Uh, it's 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 old. <laughs> it's real old. Uh, I thought it was because it's um, old. It's not that good, but everyone loves it anyway. <laughs> Oracle of Ages is definitely in the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? I remember when Jack Sparrow's playing it. On oh, the, on the oh Black yeah, Pearl? that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're when they're in that giant. Uh, log that they're like rolling and trapped inside, trying yeah. to get Davy Jones' heart. Yeah, like right. he opens up the he opens up Davy Jones' chest for the heart, and inside is a Game Boy Advance with Oracle of Seasons. <laughs> he pulls and he's, like, he's like, "Can you believe this plays Game Boy you, Color games? Can you believe this? <laughs> can you believe this thing is? It's it's Zelda and they're connected." <laughs> but in typical movie form. He says, "Oh, don't stop me! I gotta beat my score, my high score." And it's like it's, it's Zelda. There's no high score. Stop! Stop it, Orlando, Orlando Bloom! I've got to get all the points. <laughs> you remember? You remember that movie where Johnny Depp got really sloppy out of character? Yeah. <laughs> Knightley, are you playing? Are you? Yeah, that went. That went too far in there. Are you? Are you play Oracle of Seasons, man? The, the, do you remember that time where I got weirdly French? And I am Jack Sparrow, and I am so drunk. <laughs> On rum, right? Because I'm a pirate. La rum. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. 
I have one last question for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have, this is kind of two questions because it is two questions. Uh, I would like to know how much are these games on Amazon? If you were to buy these right now on Amazon, how much do you think you would pay for Oracle of Ages? Mm-hmm. And how much do you think you'd pay for Oracle of Seasons used? Uh, let's see. I know they came on a virtual console. That's going to bring the price down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oracle, everyone seems to prefer Oracle of Seasons, though that's not what I preferred. So I'm going to assume that makes Oracle of Ages a little bit more because mm-hmm. not many people have bought it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Oracle of Ages is $28 and Oracle of Seasons is $22. You're very close. Uh, and I liked your logic. Um Tyler, actual retail value of Oracle of Seasons used on Amazon for the Game Boy Color at the time of this recording is $18.99. It is currently available on the Nintendo eStore, or the eShop, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. for the 3DS for $5.99. Oracle of Ages. That's still a good buy. That's a decent buy. I feel like that sounds pretty good. Um, also, I checked Link's Awakening is still on the eStore, also for five ninety nine. That's a damn that's, good buy. That's totally worth mm, it. Yep. Um, Oracle of Ages on Amazon, used at the time of this recording for the Game Boy Color, is $20 even. Um, okay. That one is also five ninety nine on the eShop. If I didn't have so many fucking games to play, like, if I didn't have a ba- an enormous backlog, mm-hmm. I would actually like to play these games. Um, they're worth checking out. They really are. Like, I know I've kind of shown them a little bit, but promise they're good games. It's just, it's hard for me to enjoy them as much when they're just not as good as their predecessor. I get it. I don't understand. So. I mean, it's hard to not compare them. With them using the same art assets as Link's Awakening, it's, like, almost impossible to not compare it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, all right. You want to take some calls or anything? How are yeah, we on time? Yeah, we can take a few calls. take a few calls? Take a few. All right, let's go. Work through this, this backlog. Oh, uh, yeah, we do have a backlog. Um, and I need to sober up a little bit before I get in the car. Mm-hmm. So, calls. Uh, we are still in September, uh, but we're almost, I don't know, we got, well, I shouldn't say we're almost, we got seven calls. Uh, here we go. First call. Motherfucking tadpole. I love it already. Drunk. Message from Terrified Michelle's wife, and I, was, I just wanted to say I've been listening to the Patreon episodes, and I think that um, is it Nicole. She she does the intro, and she I, I'm pretty sure she says um with an M incorrectly because I, I I believe that requires an object, so it's like to whom oh, or on or for or from whom. Oh shit. So, anyways, like, I, I'm a part-time grammar Nazi, and I think that might be wrong. <laughs> Sounds like full-time anyways, grammar Nazi. <laughs> um, also, I just listened to... Can I tell you my favorite? My favorite drunk calls are about grammar. <laughs> That's so rare. That's so rare, man. Well, people getting drunk and referring to themselves as some form of Nazi. That's like <laughs> finding a diamond in your bucket at KFC. <laughs> like, that just does not fucking happen. I fucking love it. <laughs> Also, um, I think our Patreon, our Patreon intro hasn't changed. That's that's Patreon Meg. is currently, although I, I do have some ideas, I don't want to change it. But currently, it is Meg that reads the Patreon. So let's intro. blame your ex-wife. Well, <laughs> I I wrote the copy for her to read. <laughs> no, 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 friend Tyler. <laughs> you can blame her. I won't. 
because of that daughter thing that we have. But oh, you can blame her. No, I'm like, I'm not, look, if you look, I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna default to whatever you whatever you say, my friend. The episode where Karen Lamon, aka Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, uh-huh. said that it was okay uh, to send her dick pic <laughs> if it, if you dressed it up real pretty and real uh-huh. nice. So I was wondering if she wanted a dick pic of a girl's dick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you put in a pre old dress. It would be so cute. <laughs> so, um, like, uh, what's it, what's it, uh, care of Nicole Lance? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> okay, love you, Catapod. Bye, let me know. Janie, I will give you Taryn Landon's <laughs> phone number and you can send her that picture. So, wait, I don't understand. We're talking about a Volpix, right? We've already covered this. <laughs> That's called a Volpix. That's not a dick pic. That's a Volpix. A Volpix. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank that was, you. That was great. Yeah, Jane. that was. I a... know. I know they didn't say it, but I know that's Janie. So thank you, Yuri partner. Yuri partner. Janie, right? Yuri student. Uh, I think I don't know. I don't Yuri, know I, Yuri I don't for sure listen. though. Yeah, Yuri. We know. Janie, please correct us. We don't. We don't know our own titles. Oh shit! Also, Tyler. Um, I would love to come up with a title for possibly our youngest listener, Joey Webster. Okay. In Twitch chat, he revealed to me that he is 19 years old, mm. which to which I felt like the oldest man on earth. And I said, ah, you don't get any of our references. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, dude, I don't think you should be listening to our show. Like I was actively trying to be like, I don't know if maybe you should be listening to the horrible things that we say. This is like walking into the adult store, 21 and old. <laughs> So let's just let's ruminate on that maybe a little bit. I need to send Joey's shirts. Really didn't remember to send you those. Haven't shirts. Done that yet. I have not Would done that. Would you like yet. to just give those to me? That, oh, that'll work. Yeah, just give those <laughs> to me. Because every morning I'm like, I need to grab those. Let me get this coffee first. And then I just don't. <laughs> just get yeah, just give those to me. I'll get them out. Because things when you go to bed at midnight, one o'clock and get up at six, shit's pretty hazy at six. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I understand. I get it. I'll take those shirts. I'll get them. In. Joey, they're coming to you. Don't worry. Joey the patient. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. He he got he got the two shirts for him and his boss. The Sh- generous shirt. The generous jo- shirtless Joey. G- <laughs> ge- generous Joe. That's bad. <laughs> we'll shirt Lord. Shirt Lord. <laughs> Nailed it. Shirt Lord Joey. Congratulations on your new title, Joey Webster. All right, here we go. Next call. This is terrified Michelle. Terrified Michelle. I just wanted to call you guys. I, uh, my wife was listening to an episode. We heard from her. Uh huh. Um, but I was doing homework, and then you guys started talking about Doctor Who, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And so I had to stop and re-listen to the whole podcast, um, Battle Fantasy Star Two, and. Bless I'm you, sure child. I will love the game if I ever play it. <laughs> I was just more concerned about the Doctor Who part because I love Doctor Who. David, uh, David Tennant is my favorite Doctor ever. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far you'll have been by the time you got to this message. Maybe you'll have finally finished everything. No. There's some great things about Vatsmith's story arc. I don't know if you've seen, like, the Doctor and Vincent cry cry. You're going to cry. That's what happens. Mm, oh my god. I'm not looking forward um, to that. Yeah, Donna, perfect. Wonderful. And I agree about uh, Clara. Yeah, she's kind of crappy. 
I don't know what's going on there. I don't like Claire. And I haven't seen the most current season of Doctor Who, and it's not on Hulu or Netflix, so I'm sad, and I have to figure out how to watch it. Mr. Yeah. Bay. I want to pay, like, over $100. You no, do, 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 do not do that. Do not do that. Anyway, so I had to call you because I love you guys and I love Doctor Who and it was like, okay, so now it's time I have to call in. And um, my wife's already called it twice. Hope you like that. And we both uh, donate to your Patreon, even though it's a count, but now you get $2 from us. Good God, yeah. thank you. And we also get to hear uh, both of our names on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess that's right. Yeah, right. Yes. That's cool. Um, I don't know if I have a question. Thank you for liking my dress on Instagram. You probably won't remember that by the time you get this. Nope. I don't have a question. I'm sorry. I'll come up with a really awesome question next time. Okay. Bye. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to hearing from you again. Terrified Michelle. Uh, thank you for donating on Patreon. I'm glad that you brought that up. If you want to be cool like Terrified Michelle, you go to patreon.com slash tadpog uh, and, and donate there. Because Terrified Michelle's been sending me some messages on Instagram. Yes. So one, listen to Tater Day, and she thought it was, she liked that I called them rebel flags and not confederate flags. Oh. I did not even realize I did that. No, I didn't realize that either. Uh, let's see. And she very much enjoyed Brady Jr.'s joke about Hitler didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I'm glad because that one, that one, I'll be honest. Wait, she can't, Brandy Jr. can't hear me, right? Nope. That one fell flat for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's great about this room. Because, like, uh-huh. Melissa and this... I can fuck it. Because Melissa and I are fucking loud. We, are, we, we fuck a lot. Like, volume is like at 11. We fuck loud. By that, you mean have intercourse? Yes. Your, inter- your intercourse is Our loud. Our intercoursing is 11. Yeah, you hold loud sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and so. In here, we're in the opposite side of the house. Yeah. There's a brick wall up. Right. It is fucking amazing now. Like, it's great. At the, It sucked at the other end of the house where our room and all the girls' rooms were all clumped together. Right. So if she made so much as a, mm, we would immediately get a text message na-na, from, na-na. like, Brady being like, stop being gross. <laughs> Uh, it's also, um, it's also, okay, the first time I realized that we were like clumped, but we were, because we were recording in your room. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the first time we finished recording and then like kids just flooded into the room and it's like, yeah. oh, right, children heard yeah. all the things I said. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that Brittany, you're laying in her bed, could just like listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel a little bad about that. But eh. she seems she like. She watches YouTube and Markiplier and all that. And they talk like, that's the thing. Like, I'm all for her watching YouTube because it's like, it's good content. Sure. Like, they cuss. Some of it. I could, I could give a shit less about cussing. Sure. Like, people just, that's how just people talk. I hate that. It's so stigmatized. Like, yeah, YouTube, like, they curse a lot, but it's still, like, it's... Markiplier has funny content. He's not right. murdering people. He's not fucking people. He's being funny. Sure. Sure, he says fuck. That's fine. Right. So, like, I don't that's, I don't care. That's a thin line to walk, because I agree with you, but at the same time, it's like, I definitely tailor my English when uh, Henry mm-hmm. is in the room. Well, I mean, I, I understand that as long as, like... When the person hearing it knows when they can use it and when not exactly. to use it. Exactly, when they and that, understand. And, that, and that's it. I don't care yeah. if they use it. Just don't use it in front of people who are, f- for some reason, especially sensitive to it. Don't get me in trouble, kid, is essentially what it boils down like, to Kenna, You can say fuck all you want. Yeah. It's fine. Just not don't in front of your teacher. Don't say it to teacher. nanny. Right. Yeah, don't say, don't say <laughs> don't, it at school. Don't say it in front of anybody who is going to like cause me an inconvenience. Don't say it to the police. <laughs> don't say it to anybody who could call child services. <laughs> 
Well, say it to the police. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, we used to the police just say, oh, fuck. <laughs> let's see. And then, let's see, Brandy Jr.'s joke about Hillary Nothing Wrong is the best. And on behalf of my brother, I have to tell you that Walt Disney is cremated and his remains are in a niche in the forest lawn Hollywood. Cryogenic, cryogenics didn't come about until he had been dead. So we made a, th- a thing about freezing his head. Did not happen. I don't know. I read it online. Oh, it's got to be true then. I read it online. <laughs> My brother is studying to be an expert in Walt's life, and I thought he'd be oh, offended, wow. so I'm passing it along. Okay. I'm also glad that Dave knows about that lump. <laughs> so there you go. And also, hey, happy Easter. I'll have to send you a new card since someone stole it. Uh, and if you want a million dollars on Patreon... We so do. Wait, how, wait, 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 wait. Like I what said, do we it, do? I said it would cost a million for me to stick a toothpick in my pee hole. So she's like, "How much would it cost to put the urethral plug into your pee hole?" How, is this a question specifically for me or us? Uh, let's do, let's do us. Do we have to share it? Because if we have to share it. The price goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I said ten million. You said ten million. Man, I just God, that just looks like my. That just looks like my nightmares. That is a condensed, boiled down from oh, my sure. nightmares. Yeah, absolutely. But you give me oh. 10 years salary, I'll shove it right up whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard that, Nation. 10 years salary. That's no joke. No, I mean, fuck, it's fine. Call me on that bluff. No shit. You give me, you give me 10 years salary, I will stick a urethral plug right on up there. Ah, That's Oh, my God. Really? No? Yeah, no, I would, but I'm not going gonna, gonna to hate it. <laughs> Of course you're gonna. Of course I'm gonna hate it. I'd probably do it do for it. like five grand, but still, it just, oh. oh no, yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> mm. You want? She's like, okie dokie. I have plans for my lottery winnings. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to do another call? Uh, let's do one more. I feel like we're good. Okay, terrified Michelle. Thank you very much. Oh, we didn't even talk about Doctor Who. Uh, okay, so maybe not one more call. Maybe we just finish out on yep, Doctor Who. Yep. David Tennant is my favorite. However, I have not gotten all the way through Matt Smith. Yep. That's where I am right now in my in my Doctor Who. Um, nothing is going to get better for me uh, than David Tennant. Yeah. I, I don't. I honestly don't. I. I. It's going to be really, really hard uh, for oh, me to get past. And David I love. Tennant. Trust me, I love Tennant. I'm not dogging Tennant in the least. Tennant is fucking amazing. He cares about his role. He loves being the Doctor. Like you can see, Tennant just like. Fuck, I had the best job in the world. This is amazing that I get to do this. Because he grew up on Doctor Who. He grew up dressing like the fourth Doctor. Like, he grew up on it and got to grow up and be Doctor Who. Like, that's amazing. And you can see it in his performance. And it's amazing. Plus, you get Donald, Donna. You get Donna that's with tr- Tennant. Oh, that's tr- Okay, favorite companion, hands down, is Donna. No doubt Donna is my favorite companion. Tennant and Rose, okay. Yeah. That's fine. I yeah. like it. But with Donna... Come on, man. Yeah, that's the I, best. I love man. the removal that of is, the sexual tension. Oh, I know, right? Yep. And that was so heavy-handed with Rose. Mm, yep. Rose just wanted to fuck, man. She's yep. oh. but but Donna was just like a friend. Yeah, she's just your your funny quirky buddy, and hardly even a friend. Like there, like that episode where like he's doc, the doctor's on a train, and he's like, "Where are you?" And she's like, "I'm just hanging out." He's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> Because he, I mean, yeah, God, Donna is God the best companion, best fucking companion. Trust me, I love Amy Pond. Fucking love this shit out of Amy Pond. I like Amy too, but I haven't. But it's Donna's mainly just because how she looks. I'll be honest with you. I she is. Oh, I mean, man. I haven't oh, got man. super far into well, Amy, her. Amy and Rory. Amy and Rory also both count as companions. Like Amy and Rory together are fucking great. Yeah. But Donna is my favorite companion. But I have to say, my doctor is Matt Smith. Oh man. Okay. Just because boiled under this, because the doctor is he's brilliant and just 
like has so many plans and so many irons in the fire and so many levels. And that that's where the line is drawn for me because you can see that in Matt Smith's performance. Like I can see him and it's like I can tell he's thinking of a million different things mm. right now. He's playing he's playing a ton of different games every time he talks to somebody. And that's just how he acts. And it's it's awesome. David Tint, on the other hand, like he seems his doctor is single purpose. You don't yeah. get I don't get the depth of an ancient alien life form in David Tennant. Although David Tennant has more passion than Matt Smith, sure, I prefer Matt Smith. I love it when like David Tennant, like I love uh, the moment I fell in love with David Tennant as the Doctor was the two part episode where he essentially punish he he goes it's like takes place I think right before World War II, um, and he punishes these alien creatures called the Hunters, mm. and it's like he flips the fucking switch from like quirky from quirky to just dark. Yeah. Like I mean, it is just like holy shit. Like that that is the first time he, he does have wrathful moments. That that's is, that exact, is true. That's the first mm-hmm. time I was watching Doctor Who. Where I was like, oh. The, this you don't mess with the doctor. Yeah, I like see. Well, like I think it's it's the fiftieth anniversary where all the doctors come back come together in like a time fold where it's Matt Smith and David Tennant and not not spoiler. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but then the version before Eccleston, okay, the eighth doctor, okay, all not even the eighth doctor. I'm, that's that's not appropriate to say either. But the one before Eccleston, okay, are all together in this episode and they talk about. It's this this doctor looking at David Tennant and Matt Smith and being like, okay, I see where what I have done has made you who you are and you who you are. And like that breakdown like made yeah. all the difference in the world to me with those characters. Interesting. Because that, that special is fucking phenomenal. Mm, I'm super behind. I need to catch back up. Um, I mean, I saw the first... I saw all of Capaldi's first season. I watched some of Capal- some of his second season mm-hmm. and then I just fell off. I heard a lot not, of people not like crazy Capaldi. about Capaldi. Yeah, which so. is a shame because I I know people had high hopes. Yeah, if if I'm not crazy about the Doctor, like Capaldi's still good. I don't yeah, yeah. dislike Capaldi. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't love him. But a companion makes up for that. And I do not like Clara. I do not like Clara. So it's just kind of a rock and a hard place for me. I got you. But there's a show. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. Let's see what we can work out. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, crazy. Know. It's it's a crazy it's a crazy time. In Hopefully, box. it's Call of Cthulhu. That's what I'm crossing my fingers for. We're not going to promise that. But if it's not, maybe balls. Maybe balls. Who knows? That's what we've talked that about. That was doing your balls second suggestion. Yep. Um, so that's been on your list for a long time. Yeah. So because we haven't done like a just a shit fest in a while. <laughs> I know, and that could be a really good one. Spoiler. But I would love to play Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. If we can make that happen, I would love to make that Great. happen. Let's see. Um, hey, we've got shirts. People are still buying those. So if it's you crazy. want a shirt and you go to Amazon, type in Tadpog, boom, right there. It's prime. It's prime, baby. Future brother-in-law, Zach, thank you for buying a shirt. He, he bought better. One. He better. <laughs> My sister sent me a message the other day said, Zach bought one. I was like, you got yeah. Your, you got your groomsman gifts. <laughs> You've got your groomsman <laughs> gifts. <laughs> <laughs> And you, man, that that's the wedding picture I want to see of all the grooms in with that shirt on with the tuxedo no. jackets over them. Okay, that's what I want right. to see. I mean, look, I'm not saying I would like to see. Are that your too. colors blue and red and white? <laughs> I would. I would love to see like a photograph of just a bunch of people wearing shirts they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs>
which I guess is technically every wedding photo you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, hey, I said it once. I'll say it again. If you want to send us a package. We love. Oh, right. oh, what do we love? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> if you want to send us something, if you want to get on this intro train, uh, it helps us out a lot and we love it. So please send something to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Also, um, send your self-addressed uh, stamped envelopes to that same P.O. Box. Yeah. And we will either send you back stickers or uh, compromising photographs of Hayden Panda Tiara. <laughs> Panties in her rear. <laughs> uh, hey, mm. thank you for calling us, everybody who called Hell us. Yes. Uh, Yuri Partner slash student. Janie and Terrified Michelle. Um, if you want to be like those incredibly cool people, you can also give us a call at 270-883-2555. Leave us a voicemail under three minutes. We will send it to our uh, very expensive screener, and then it'll that, that screener will just spit back the very best calls, and we'll play it on the show. Mm-hmm. Also... I've mentioned this already in the show, but in case you forgot, don't worry, I will not let you forget. We do have a Patreon uh, where some extremely generous people are currently donating. Um, and I would like to thank those people mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I'd like to thank Platinum member Brett Miller uh, for recently upping his donation. Um, not really riding that penny train. I mean, riding that, that was a good, that was a good increase. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brett. And also, thank you for hanging out with me uh, in Twitch chat frequently. Uh, Also, I would like to thank Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Micah Purdue, for uh, upping his pledge, riding that penny train. And I'd like to thank Tadpog, Santa, Akemi, Kana Hall for upping uh, her donation, uh, riding that penny train. Thank you very much, Kana. Uh, I would like to thank Vince Mitchell. Vince. Thank you. New pledge, sizable. Hell yes. You're fucking awesome. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy the show. Also, new donor. I hope this person is related <laughs> to Alex. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope so. Like his golden goddom has spilled over so much. He spawned. He spawned a new god, a silver god. Uh Andrew Pina. Uh Andrew, uh, thank you very much for uh your new for your new pledge. Uh, not even a penny train. Don't care. Blowing the whistle anyway. Uh, I'd also like to thank Persona Warrior Cody for recently upping his donation, riding that penny train. <laughs> Cody, thank you very much. One last one. I'm not sure uh, why he did it, but I'm glad that he did. Thank Hell you very yeah. much. Brett, Platinum member Brett Platinum Miller, Brett Miller. Uh, upped his donation again. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't know why that that last whistle was that was a, it's a spike. That was a sharp one in my ears. Well, Dave, on on my hands, yeah. I am wearing these these hand wrappings, and they're made of goat skin. I see. I was wondering why you were yeah. wearing those. See, what 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 people call these is these are kid gloves. Kid like the okay kid gloves because they're made they're made of baby goats. Oh God, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they call them kid gloves. I like baby goats. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them off. Oh. Hey, I'm taking off these kid gloves. Oh, are we about to not be friends anymore? Hey, Zach English. <laughs> hey, Zach. Don't, Zach. don't. Do not do this. Do not do this. <laughs> okay. Don't, Zach, you know. You do, know. Do not do Zach, this. Zach, you know. Do not do. Do not make me edit this. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm just saying, Zach, you know. <laughs> Zach, you know. Do not do this. <laughs> Zach. Put one kid glove back on. <laughs> Zach, you know. 
Don't do this. Zach, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say it, but Zach, you know. Zach, thank you for continuing to be a Patreon donor. We appreciate it. Um, If you would like to be like any of these cool people that we have mentioned, please consider going to patreon.com slash tadpog, donating uh, whatever you feel like is appropriate. But I will say that if you donate at least a dollar, you will get access to all the bonus episodes Mm -hmm. that we've done and all the bonus episodes that we will do monthly in the future. Um, We haven't exactly nailed down what we're doing this month. It depends on we hit that goal or not. I do have a couple ideas, but yes, mm-hmm. if we do reach $400 on Patreon, uh, We're going to the hospital. We will go to the hospital. We will be doing our capsaicin challenge. Uh, we pure will pure capsaicin. We will take pure capsaicin. 16 million Scovilles. Mm-hmm. It'll be our first uh, video episode yep. ever. So at 350 are we eating the Deadpool pizza? That was going to be 400, but I uh, feel like okay. we, we can. We will also eat a Deadpool pizza. How about that? We'll are we gonna put the extract <laughs> no, on the Deadpool pizza? No. We gotta do it separate, dude. <laughs> and for five million dollars, I'll take a toothpick of the extract and I'll put it. I'll put. Oh it. my <laughs> god! I'll put it there. Oh, that's my oh. Pr- that's my price though. Oh, okay. That's my price. All right. I ain't splitting that with you either. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, man, that sounds like... Oh, yeah, that sounds like... You might have to get it removed. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, wait, no, trust me. I think it would remove itself. <laughs> uh, what else we got? I think that's it. Our right. theme song has moved us. You're more dry. Mm-hmm. That track without the show. Tempo.com. Yes. How do you want to close this out? Um, That's a good question. Do you have any ideas? Uh, what do we joke about? What's something we joked about earlier in the show? Uh, who knows? Oh, um, as uh, Ricky the kangaroo. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. What is the – there's a cereal that had a kangaroo as a mascot, right? There is. And we're both going to furiously there Google is. this, right? I, 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 wa- I swear. I I've, want to say it was a bag cereal. I'm thinking it was – oh, right. Okay, like an off-brand. Yeah. For some reason, I think for a short period of time, there was an Apple Jacks kangaroo. You might be right. I'm going to type in – I'm You're just going to Google cereal kangaroo. Kangaroo. Uh, let's see. Apparently, Frosted Flakes a long fucking time ago. Um, Quangaroos <laughs> is a cereal. Q U A N. That's made up. Uh, Bopperoos. Anything with roos, apparently. Malto meal. What are you? I remember seeing a kangaroo on cereal packaging. Cocoroos? Maybe that was it. The Malto meal bag cereals? It's a discontinued characters. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you're right, too. Do you want to do it? You want to close this out as uh, I'm gonna hit images. Let's yes. hit images, see Let's what pops it. up. Uh Marshmallow Mateys. No, that's not familiar with that. Golden Puffs. Ooh, maybe it's Golden Puffs. Golden Puffs has a blue kangaroo on it. Maybe that's with it. sunglasses. Oh no. <laughs> My blue kangaroo wasn't uh, about. It's not a cereal, but Dunkaroos. Oh god, Dunkaroos. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember those? Oh yeah. Mm. I mean that's like the nineties like thing. So let's close this out as uh, Quangaroos. Just two Quangaroos hanging out in a closet recording a podcast. Okay. So until next time. Oi! Drop a Drop a Capricorn! Mate. <laughs> hey, one guy from Perth who used to listen to us. Sorry about that. I hope you like that. So sorry about You're that. You're probably not with us anymore. Mm, probably not. But hey. Sorry about that. So long ago, I don't recall your name. So I apologize if you happen to listen. So, so sorry. 
All right, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say your real name, but what do you want us to call you on? What do we call you on, Tadpog? Choco Chica. Choco Chica. Uh-huh. Why do we call you that? Because I like chocolate. Right. And you asked me a while ago, like, do you ever get any chocolate in? Yeah. So you were asking, will they ever send me any chocolate? They send me different chocolates to try? Yeah. So here you can you can ask if anybody will send you different chocolates to try. <laughs> can, please, can you please send me some chocolates to try? <laughs> there you go. If, if people send you chocolate, will you start your own chocolate-themed podcast? I don't know. That's the commitment we've come to expect here on the show. <laughs>